So where did it all start? It all started. It all started, um, I guess, six six years ago, uh, or seven years ago. Seven years ago, uh, I'd worked for a company before, and uh, a friend of mine. We would. Uh, he was the first friend, more or less, that we got close to when we moved up from uh, Pickering, Toronto area to Ottawa. And uh, we became pretty close, and we worked together, we traveled together, eat, stay in the hotel together. You know, he helped me when we moved down to North Core. And we did a lot of silly things, uh, including some uh, abuse of some alcohol, and kind of learned some bad habits. And uh, we continued these habits for quite some time. And uh, one of our trips, we'd been separated, and he went back home, he was hosting a a bachelor party or before his friend got married and uh, his dog got loose and ran down the street and he chased after he went on his four-wheeler and uh, another friend went out after him on a like, full-size tractor and uh, either one of them had headlights because it was just a, a two-wheel drive four-wheeler like a race bike and uh, Jeff was uh, coming back at quite a speed, and he drove straight into the tractor and killed himself. Um, and after that, you know, we'd had the, the funeral for him. And I remember his uh, his mom. We were at church, and his mom wasn't upset. She wasn't uh, angry. I didn't understand. And she was at peace with it. She said he was with Jesus. And then, you know, some time went by and I was still upset. And I met Dan previously and we played ball one, you know, one season together. And there happened to be a guy who was being charged with a DUI. And he had drank that night with us. And he couldn't drive his car home because the, the interlock would stop him from driving. So Dan and I stayed back and I explained the story. You know, about a friend of mine who killed himself drinking. I would call it my, one of my best friends. And, uh, you know, from there, Dan invited us to come to church. And I wanted to go to church because I remember Jeff's mom being at peace with everything. And I wanted to have that same type of peace because I was so upset. That still bothers me. So that's why I started going to church. And I asked Adrian if she would come with me to support me. And it's like, journey to try and find peace like, with with the whole situation. That's how I came to church or why I started coming to church. Awesome. Okay, thanks Zach and, and you know and thanks for, for being honest. You know, it's um that sounds like it was a real rough season for you. So uh thanks for sharing that with us here today. Let me um uh maybe move the focus off you onto on onto Adrian. Uh, which I'm sure sure you're grateful for, um, but uh, why don't why don't you tell us uh, what was your life like uh, prior to knowing Jesus, to having that reality of Jesus in in, in your life? So before we started coming to church, um, we were already living in North Gore. Um, we already had two kids, um, maybe four and one, or a newborn, that kind of thing. And on the outside, we looked like we had it. Everything was great. 
we had two good jobs, we had two healthy kids, a nice home, but on the inside, what was going on behind closed doors was something totally different. Um, I'd suffered a bout of depression. Um, I couldn't stand being around my own kids, even when they weren't misbehaving, when they were being totally fine, I couldn't stand being around them. I didn't want to be around my husband. I didn't enjoy doing any of the things that I did enjoy. And I remember thinking, I have everything that a person is supposed to want, and yet I'm still not happy with it. So that's what it was like before. Okay, thank you. So I'm not going to ask you both a question, so maybe Zach can answer first, and then we'll move on to Adrian. Um, but so uh, between six or seven years ago and now, how have you grown, and what is different about you now? How have you changed? I think first, I mean, I still drink, but I mean, I don't have, uh, I have a lot more self-control now with my drinking. I don't abuse it the way I was doing it before. And now I, I find myself, you know, I'm always, I, I still lose my temper. I'm still, I'm not perfect. I still lose my temper, but I, I try and, you know, take opportunities and speak to my kids you know, and tell them how much I love them and, and tell them the mistakes I'm making. You know, I speak to my wife, you know, with respect and love. Um, and as far as, you know, finding peace, I think, you know, the idea that, you know, I'm only here temporarily. Later on, when I pass away and I'm gone, I feel like I can be at peace, you know, being, you know, with, with Jesus. And... I think, you know, I just don't have that, that anger anymore. And I look forward to being, like, with friends, you know, and just being in, in community. Um, yeah, just more happier. And as a side note, <laughs> our daughter was born the same day, one year later, that Jeff passed away. Mm. My best friend, when he died, exactly one year to the day, our daughter was born. Mm. So I think that's me that's special like it's something there's some kind of connection there mm. okay awesome thank you okay the same 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 question to you what's what's changed how has life changed so a lot like Zaka, we still realize that we're not perfect by any means um we still have a lot of way to go but i am more accepting of what we do have already being grateful for what we have and accepting what we don't have yet um the kids are healthy, and that's great. We have uh, we have a nice home, good jobs, lots of things to be grateful for. And the things that we are still working on, then I don't dwell on the fact that uh, we're not there yet. I don't say, oh, I wish we had this, and how come we don't have that, mm. and how come my kids aren't like this, but instead just appreciating uh, what we do have right now. Okay, so there's a greater level of contentment there, is there? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, good. Now... Um, now, this is a little bit more of a specific question, you know, so I'd ask how you've changed, how you've grown. This one is saying, what difference has Jesus made in your life? And I'm going to ask it to you both. Maybe I'll start with you, Adrian, and then we'll move over to Zach. What difference has Jesus made in your life? So when I was preparing for this, I was uh, talking to Wendy about this. 
And what I told her is that he has made us made, made me want to live a better life. And that I want to live better to be more like him. Okay. Awesome. Zach. I think the the difference Jesus made in my life is I think before everything I had purchased, bought, I truly thought that that was just me. And it was always because of me, you know. And now, whenever I buy something or if I've gotten something, including my job, I, I realize that, you know, that was, to me, that was the Holy Spirit working through me, you know, giving me the abilities to do things. And without that Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit in me and, and, and working hard, I don't think, you know, that's the only reason I have these things is because of the Holy Spirit working through me to get, you know, a good job, to be able to purchase something that was the Holy Spirit giving me the ability to go out and get that job that pays for things. And I can appreciate that everything I've gotten is because of what he's given me, which is the ability to work and, and to do good for Good for others. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. So it's all. So it's all from him. Yeah. Great. Okay. So my last question, and again, it's a question for you both. Um, now, what I'll first say is this: What would you say to someone here who's seeking, someone who's not yet certain about this whole faith thing about Jesus? But the other way that I'm going to ask it is: What advice would you give to? to the you of five or six or seven years ago. Okay, so it's kind of, it's the same question. What would you say to those here who are still seeking? And what would you say, what advice would you give to yourself uh, five, six, seven years ago? And let's uh, start with Zach. I think uh, for somebody still seeking or looking, I would say, uh, you know, for me, I have my own, I've read it. I can't, I've read the whole Bible. I've read a good chunk of more than just the New Testament. And I think that you, everyone's going to have their own, you know, some parts of it they just can't make sense of, and you have to accept that and take that. Uh, and I've, I've rationalized everything I've read, and then, you know, with faith, but just accept that this is the way that it is. And, you know, it's not wrong to kind of have your own interpretation of what you're reading in the Bible, I think it's, it's you know, if you can make sense of it in a certain way, maybe it's not the exact same way my wife would make sense of it, but I think, you know, just to take it and, and not be worried if maybe what somebody else is saying isn't the way that you think, you know, you can still, you can still move forward in your journey and, and, and understand and grow. Hmm. If, if you've finished, one thing that's important to note here is that Zach and Adrian have been an intentional part of the community. So as they're trying to figure these things out, they're not just sat in their kitchen, you know, looking at the Bible going, well, what does it mean, you know? And, and so they're actually, I, so I know for a fact that they're intentionally engaging with people, asking others, asking people who are further along in, you know, in their journey. And that this, you know, and, and that's what being a part of a community of being of being a part of a family is, and so I've I've seen this. I've been part of these conversations, and they're always exciting. So uh, yeah. Anyway, over to Adrian. What I would say to someone who's looking for help or who is looking for answers is just ask them. Uh, we didn't realize how much help there was until we asked. Um, I thought we were doing it all alone, and we were. It seemed like we were failing because I wasn't getting any help. Um, because we weren't asking for any help. 
And so until we asked for help and realized how much there actually is, um, it was really hard. And then you, when, you, when you ask for help, you will learn how many wonderful people there are at the church, in the community, people who are willing to go out of their way and convenience their lives to help make your life a little bit better. So just ask for help because someone else is already going through it or they've already gone through it and they know how to get help. So just ask them. Wonderful. Well, let's say a big, huge thank you to uh, Zach and to Adrian. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. And uh, you know what? If you do want to ask them any more questions, ask about the journey, they would love to share with you. I'm speaking for them. I haven't asked them if they would, but, uh, but they are now willing to share with you more. Uh, Afterwards, you know, we'll, we'll have lunch. You know, if, if anything that they've said has struck a chord with you and you're like, I can see myself there now, then, uh, you know, then these are people who can be guides on your journey. Uh, you don't have to do it alone. So once again, let's say thank you to Zach and Adrian. Awesome.